So I went as well. My wife went as it, you know, Pennywise, the clown, the uh, Bill Skarsgård version, not the uh, Tim Curry. Yes, I got it. <laughs> not the Tim Curry version. Tim Curry was it in the uh, the 80s versions, and now suddenly I want to talk about the It movies. <laughs> suddenly. Oh, it wasn't the 80s. It was 1990. When the Tim Curry... Wait, am I wrong? Is it not Tim Curry? I thought it was Tim Curry that played It. Yeah, it was. I was right. Tim Reed was one of the actors It was giving me pause, second guessing. I always do that. And anyway, she was, she dressed up as Pennywise, the Bill Skarsgård Pennywise, the scarier Pennywise, unless you have a phobia of clowns. I don't know how the scariness scale works with clown phobias. It makes me wonder where the clown phobia comes from. I mean, I guess you can have a phobia about anything. You can have a phobia about going outdoors. I think I probably have one of those to some small extent. Although I do like being outdoors. It's not the outdoors specifically that I don't like. It's mostly the other people. Like I haven't been camping in... Many years, partly because of young kids, and then partly because I don't know where any good hidden spots are. And I'm, I despise campgrounds because there, it seems like there's always somebody there with their dog off of its leash wandering into your campground, or they're staying up too late playing their music too loud. I sound like such an old man. But really, it's not... Like, if you want to go camping and have a party, you don't go to a campground. Because there are other people there. And why so many people want this thing that necessitates having campgrounds is beyond me. I'm not a fan. I don't want to do it. Is isn't I mean I always thought the funnest part of camping was going out in the middle of nowhere, being a little bit nervous, you know, you got to pack your nine because there's bears and cougars that might want to see if they can come get a little something something. But instead, these people want to just drive 10 minutes off of I-5 to this place in the woods where there's plumbing and pavement and a designated place for your campfire and maybe some place to hook up your RV. And I'm just, I'm not into it. It helps me understand why these psycho globalist leaders want to cull the population. I can kind of support that. 
I just don't want anybody going without their friends or loved ones. So, you know, that kind of gets in the way of my human genocide plans, of, of which I have none. So there were Halloween parties over the weekend. You probably went to one. If not, I congratulate you. That's another problem with Halloween parties is uh, there's a lot of other people there. And there, it never fails. There's always at least one person, perhaps many, that overdo it. And then there's drama. And then people leave angrily. Or people get in fights. And then you break up into cliques. This person's friends and that person's friends. And we can all stand around and, mm, 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 can you believe? Mm, mm, mm. Another issue that I have with people is just all their drama. Halloween parties aside. Got enough drama in my own life dealing with my own people. Get involved in social situations and suddenly you find yourself having to deal with other people's drama. And I don't mean just hear about it. I mean, like, now it affects your life. But I don't believe any blood was spilled. Certainly no one was killed. More than we can say for a few of the other Halloween parties that went around. For this special Halloween episode of the show, I pulled up some Halloween party headlines. Three men slashed two in the face outside Brooklyn Halloween party. That's from NBC New York. Two dead, two injured in shooting at Halloween party in Covina. But the biggest one was probably this uh, stampede that happened in Korea. Did you hear about this? From the New York Daily, uh, the New York Daily News. By Peter Splendorio. That's a great last name. Deadly South Korea stampede investigation ramps up as two U.S. college students confirmed as victims. An investigation into the Halloween party crowd surge that left 154 people dead. Ramped up Monday in South Korea where two American college students were identified as victims. First of all, I mean, it's it's no wonder that people hate us in America, hate America and hate Americans because of lines just like that, because of headlines just like that. Ah, nobody in the West really cared about this horrific mass of humanity that killed 154 of its own participants. But there were two college students from the United States that died. So now it's time for everybody to care. I don't know. I don't know what I wanted them to write, but it, it, it's just, you know, hey, there, uh, there were 152 other people that died. Why, why is it only now important? Because there were two Americans. How do 154 people die at a Halloween celebration in the streets? 
it feels like we're not getting the whole story. And speaking of not getting the whole story, did you hear the thing about Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's husband? He's back in the news again because apparently the official story is that somebody broke into his house wearing their un- wearing his underwear, well, his own underwear, not not Paul Pelosi's. <laughs> with a hammer and attacked the speaker of the house's husband in his home in San Francisco. And I wasn't even going to bring it up because the information is so bad that the story isn't even that it happened. The story is that there's an obvious cover-up going on. I mean, there's been reports of, of a third person in the house that wasn't Nancy Pelosi. So first of all, This person allegedly goes to Paul Pelosi's home, enters through a sliding door or or a French door, you know, side door, and just walks in and then attacks Paul Pelosi and is he's it's supposedly politically motivated or not nobody knows then the cops get there there's a third person there's broken glass and now the narrative is oh there's nothing to see here everybody feel really bad for paul pelosi it's terrible what happens but there's no security there's no security cameras there's no other story there aside from oh yeah this just happened and it was awful now everybody move on Okay. Now, who cares about what really happened? Let's be outraged that the media, not only the media, but the media and law enforcement are covering for the spouse of the Speaker of the House. I did not mean to make a poem out of that. But sometimes these things happen. And anybody else that has questions is just ignored or shouted down. They just point out what I've just pointed out. Hey, what about these discrepancies? What about this third person? What about the lack of security? What about the lack of security camera footage? Oh, no, no. Just move on. Those are bad questions. Those are bad questions because they point out inconsistencies. It exposes that we're trying to cover up what really happened. Just like we've done with COVID, just like we've done with 2020 elections. And again, it's likely one of those stories that we'll never hear the truth of. Kind of like Paul Pelosi's DUI. Never found out what was going on with that. There were rumors that there was a person, another person in the car. And that never went anywhere. Because privacy only matters if you play for their team. Justice only matters if you're on their side. Now, I'm not 
traditionally a fan of combat sports. But Jake Paul was making the rounds on my podcasts. He was coming up in conversation. And that's because he had a big fight against Anderson Silva, uh, UFC legend. Now, Jake Paul is the brother of Logan Paul, who has a very popular podcast. And he's a YouTuber turned boxing enthusiast who's had some, what would you call, celebrity boxing matches. And uh, he's gotten a lot of attention for himself because he runs his mouth and he's disrespectful and he upsets a lot of people. So they go fight him. And it seems that he's kind of got the, you know, world boxing association or, or whatever the professional agency is that handles boxing behind him. Cause he's getting a lot of attention for the sport. And a lot of people have stopped caring about boxing since, you know, the Klitschko's and the Furies and the, uh, you know, who was the, I'm, I'm blanking on, on some of the Hispanic, you know, Filipino champions, Manny, why, why can't I think of his name? I'm, such a stupid loser. Pacquiao, Manny Pacquiao. Thank you. But Jake Paul won, the, won his fight. He won against Anderson Silva. And a lot of people said Silva was going to beat him down and make a fool out of him. But then there was always that narrative back in the, in the corner of your mind that said, yeah, but Anderson Silva is 47 years old. Jake Paul is only 25. Jake Paul is just starting his boxing career. Anderson Silva was never a boxer. He was an MMA fighter. But he won by decision. He said he was going to win it in, what, three or four rounds, Jake Paul claimed. You know, it's all part of his brand, you know. Talk a bunch of smack, piss off a bunch of people off, be really disrespectful, and make people want to get in the ring with you. And that's what the, you know, leaders of the professional boxing world really grabbed onto. Hey, he's going to make boxing relevant again because he's a jerk. He's a prick. People tune in because they want to see him get his ass beat. And for whatever reason, we're allowing him to pick his opponents and we're making him ludicrously rich because, I don't know, we just want, we want entertainment. There, I mean, there's a whole genre of content on the internet. It, it's, you know, the instant karma stuff. This guy cuts this other person off in traffic and is driving erratically and being a jerk. And, oh, but there was a cop there in traffic, too, and he spotted him and he got pulled over. And everybody goes, yes, that's what that prick deserves. Other videos of 
kids being bullies to other kids at school and then either the the bullied kid fights back or some good Samaritan comes out of left field and smacks the bully around and we all can all feel good. Well, that's not what happened on Saturday night. Saturday night, Jake Paul somehow won by decision. It was controversial from what I could glean from the comments. And I just thought to myself, of course. Of course, Jake Paul wins. If Anderson Silva, I mean, and this is hypothetical, this isn't what I think would really happen. I think the powers that be would believe that if Jake Paul loses, he goes away. And all of the renewed excitement and interest in the sport of boxing goes away with him. But if Jake Paul wins, well then, he still needs to get the smart smacked out of his mouth. And so he did. And now we can count on another Jake Paul celebrity boxing match sometime in the future. He's called out Nate Diaz and Canelo Alvarez, and I would like to just see him step in the ring with a real boxer his age in their prime and see how much shit he can talk after that fight. I mean, let's be honest. Jake Paul beat an old man on Saturday. And it's not like Jake Paul just put the bag of Cheetos down, rolled back from his computer and put the boxing gloves on and said, hey, I'm going to go fight Anderson Silva. No, he's he's been training hard and he is jacked. And he looks like a person that you wouldn't want to fight. But he's got the attitude of the person that everybody wants to fight. And that's why we know his name. But all I have to say about it is, hey, dude, if you want to be a boxer, then start calling out boxers and quit calling out old retired MMA fighters. Because at this point, I think we've established that you can beat people who aren't boxers. Maybe you should step up and give yourself a real challenge and put the camera down and let your own talents do the talking for you. I don't feel happy for Jake Paul. I feel sad for Anderson Silva. I mean, I don't think it goes on his record. I don't think it's it was just an expedition boxing match meant to make people a lot of money. And I'm sure Anderson Silva made a lot of money. But he's also feeling a little bit embarrassed. And I'm I'm not trying to take the the spotlight away from from Jake Paul or whatever. Take the shine off of his donut or however the <laughs> however the saying goes. But Anderson Silva got beat by a bully and he was a legend. He was like a world champion for seven years. Nobody could take that title away from him. And he got beat by a YouTube trash talker. 
I would hope that there's a rematch, but I think that there probably will not be. Not, I mean, this system, whatever whatever it is, is letting Jake Paul pick his opponents. So why why would Jake Paul go backwards? No, he's he's going to keep going forwards. His but his goals and his actions just don't they don't connect. It's another one of those things that just makes him a arrogant prick. And if you were going to get to pick your own fights, why would you why would you ever agree to fighting somebody that could beat you? Doesn't make any sense. But no doubt, there's a lot of people that like him. There's a lot of people that like what he's doing for boxing. And I think, I I mean, I could like him just fine if he wasn't such an arrogant prick. I just can't handle it. But I wanted to watch that fight, and now I'm kind of glad that I didn't. But thank you all for listening. Please share the show. Follow me on social media. And uh, send me an email if you'd like, therealearthfox at protonmail.com. I'll be back. Goodbye.